welcome to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And if you are new to this podcast, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. We just want to encourage you guys to go check out our website. It's makingbeautywiththeashes.com. You can find out how to connect with us there, um, how to purchase my book. We also have a donation or partner feature if you're interested in sewing into our ministry. But we also have a new mentoring feature. So if you would like to book a marriage mentoring session with us, you can also find that on our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. We definitely can help you from a place of experience. And so if you just need a little extra added support, you know, we could be that for you. And coming soon, just not sure how soon. I've been releasing a book myself. I want to tell you also bad what the title is, but I can't right now. But God gave me a very vivid dream of what to write this book about. And it's based all around being a father and a husband and just being a man of integrity. Yeah. But God actually gave me the dream, gave me what the book cover looked like, what the title of the book is. I mean, very vivid, clear dream of of everything from the front front page to the back page, what I'm supposed to have it look like and what is going to be included in in between the front and back on as far as the storyline. So here soon that will be coming out and we'll try to keep that updated as we go along. I have to say, I'm actually a little bit jealous about that because um, you, <laughs> I didn't have my title. I didn't have the cover. I, I didn't have anything. And God literally gave you every part <laughs> of what you needed. Because he knows I need help. <laughs> he knows you need help. And that's okay. That's okay. So today, we're actually going to be talking about a subject that we're bringing back by popular demand. <laughs> and honestly, it's because I've had multiple, multiple people reach out to me and they've asked me some questions in regards to the subject that we're going to talk about today. And so we have talked about it a little bit in the past, but I think it's worth taking a deeper dive into this subject. And we're actually having a super special guest on, which I'm not going to mention who, coming up, that is literally one of my icons. Like, oh my gosh. And, and I've referenced her many, many times <laughs> on many podcasts. So I think for me, I might fangirl a little bit when I have her come on, but she just has so much knowledge, like deep spiritual knowledge deep um just knowledge of the subject that we're going to talk about that you guys do not want to miss that one and we'll let you know when it's coming up so so anyways going into today <laughs> so going into today's topic we're going to be talking about or we're going to be sorry we're going to be taking a look at why trauma won't just go away on its own and I know how hard it is when you've come out of a very hard traumatic time. Like I get it. The last thing 
you want to do is to mentally go back into that space. Some things we go through can in fact be so traumatic that our brain will literally shut off that area of our brain that is holding that trauma or that memory. And I'm sure some of you have experienced hard trauma and you're thinking, man, I wish my brain would shut off that memory. Like I get that. I so get that. Um, And I completely understand. But here's the thing. Unresolved trauma, whether you remember it or not, your mind, your emotions, your decision-making skills still functions out of that trauma, whether you realize it or not. So for me, and I'll just be honest, there's still areas in my life where a trauma lens is present. I can see through it. Maybe it's an irrational or over-exaggerated response I might have to a situation. It's there and I see it. The ideal thing to do if you are someone who has experienced trauma as either a child or an adult is to seek out help, to seek inner healing, and to seek out counseling. So I kind of think of trauma as like mold. If you have a leak in your house, maybe it's somewhere where you don't see it, like maybe under the foundation. You know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Even if it's a slow leak that's left unfixed, what damage can it do to a home? Brian, since you like build homes and you have a leak, like what damage can be done if you just kind of don't do anything about it? Are we talking about mold? <laughs> We're talking about a leak that leads into mold. Oh, it can cause mold. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you asking me? So, okay, okay so, so you, the leak has now created mold because right. you left the leak. You knew right. the leak was there. Right. You chose to do nothing about it, and now there's mold. So I think your question is, what do you do about the mold? Yeah. So obviously... It has to be, there's a couple different answers on this. Because first off, you have to find the source. Right. Because if you don't find the source and take care of the source, which is the leak, Mm -hmm. then the mold will only come back. See, there's a product that covers mold that you can actually brush on, which I'm highly against because it's just covering it up. Okay. And some people, I've even seen people on TV, on YouTube videos, go underneath a crawl space and they're covering the mold up while they're brushing this stuff on. And, you know, I've even said they're not solving the problem. Mm-hmm. They're only covering it up. And that TV show is a different situation. That situation was not a water leak, but a vapor barrier leak. And that was because they was in a crawl space and they didn't have plastic down over the dirt in the crawl space, which causes humidity which comes up from the ground, which got onto their wood or their floor joists and caused mold. And they was literally going in there with this product that was brushing over top of the mold. And they thought, this is killing the mold, it's covering up, which it could be, but at the same time, they're not addressing the problem. They only call it, they're only covering up the, I guess, how would you say it? They're only covering up the symptoms. The stemming from the real problem. So, yeah, they've covered the mold up 
by brushing that stuff on, but the problem still exists because they haven't put plastic down to resolve the humidity coming up to cause the mold. So basically what you're saying is you can't just address the mold, which is the symptom of the leak. You have to address the leak to address the mold. Right. And I've also had a company, a restoration company, even speak about mold. They said you can't cover mold up. You can't brush over top the mold. It's like a cancer. It has to be cut out and taken away. So, you know, anytime, which we don't deal with mold on new houses, but I've always like, if we get into a situation on like a remodel or a C mode, it's on door joist studs or what have you, we cut it out. We take it out and throw it in the dumpster and start over new. But you got to make sure that you get to the root of the problem of what is causing the issue with the mold. Yeah. So say, you know, we don't address the issue. We right. don't address the leak. We don't address the mold. You know, it's under the foundation. So we don't see it. We literally like in our home, we don't see the effects of the mold. We don't see the effects of the leak. So out of sight, out of mind, right? Wrong. Wrong. So we just leave this leak. The whole foundation starts becoming damp. And over time, mold starts to grow in your foundation. And you don't see it. So you just kind of think it's not affecting you. Right. I mean, I think a lot of people do that. Oh, yeah. But is it? Absolutely. Is it not affecting you? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> He's waiting on me to say something. Yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, in a realistic, realistically speaking, if somebody has a crawl space, more likely they will never climb, crawl underneath there to check it. Mm. So you've got an issue that lies below the surface that you don't see but you're seeing side effects from it above the surface, right? you know, coming out, coming out that's visible. And, you know, it's, that's the same thing with spiritual things. There's, if things are under the surface, mold can creep in and you can see there's a problem, but where's the problem lie at? Yeah. So what you're saying is if mold is left undealt with, it can affect the whole foundation and even your house, right? Absolutely. So mold in your house can even say, you know, you you knew there's a leak, but now there's mold and you don't know there's mold. But mold in your house can affect your health. It can start affecting your health, whether you agree with the mold or not. <laughs> whether you know or don't know it's there. That's the same. I was... I was just thinking of this. I like to make parables or comparisons. And that's the same with trauma. Whether or not you know it's there, or maybe you choose to not deal with it, does not absolve the trauma that is there. Or you try to cover it up. Yeah, like you're saying, covering up, covering up mold doesn't work. Which really frustrates me that these companies, no, it does. It really frustrates me because this is kind of like the enemy is he yeah. uses different things, which we're getting ready to go into to cover people's, um, I guess, past hurts or anxiety or stress. He uses things of the world that, yeah. that we know don't work, but he's, he, he, he offers them to us to try to cover those things up. 
But until we get to the root of problem, none of those helps. Just like he's, you know, I think like I said, it really frustrates me that these people even have this stuff on the market that, yeah. oh, you brush this product on and your mold's gone. Well, that's not the truth. Right. It covers it up for a period of time. But the issue is still there of what's caused the mold. Yeah. So it's it's a quick, easy fix that don't work. Well, basically. I remember like thinking about like even as a little girl, you know, I would, you know, the dandelions, why you shouldn't bear flowers, but the, it's like a weed. <laughs> but if you only pick the flower, if you only pick the top and you don't get the root, what happens? Comes right back. Comes right back. Why is that? Because it's a weed. Because <laughs> it's an, a, uh, you don't get, the, you didn't get to the root, right? You didn't get to the root. Right. So if you only address the symptom, which would be the mold, and we're actually going to talk about some symptoms of trauma, but you, if you only deal with the symptom, you're never getting to the root, which won't resolve anything. So say the mold in your house is too extensive. It's so bad, so bad that you move, you move to a new house, but you bring with you some of the furniture that is still contaminated with the mold from the first house. And I Googled what could happen if you bring furniture that has mold to a home with no mold. And it says that mold can be spread to other furniture. So say you move you know, because nobody would be like, oh, yeah, let's just move this moldy furniture into our new house. So say you unknowingly move moldy furniture with you and it begins to spread into your new house. So in one token, you fixed one issue, but you're now recreating another. And this is like trauma. This is like unresolved trauma. You can't move into one house or even say a new relationship with undealt with trauma because slowly but surely the trauma that you didn't deal with from the previous relationship will resurface and when it does it will demand that you deal with it so many women i encounter they struggle with trauma not just women but men also they struggle with trauma and trauma can range from violent or sexual assault, or a terrible car accident to more subtle forms of trauma, like maybe, I don't know, negative relationship breakup, or maybe you were chosen over for a work promotion. Like these are more subtle traumas. And I think emotional trauma is often overlooked and minimized because we think we've got over something when we have simply just buried it and not dealt with it. Or like you were saying, like how with mold, they put something on it, but it, it's not correcting the problem. So just because you might not want to deal with it does not mean you will not feel the effects of it. And we just wanted to give you guys um, some common signs that, you know, you might be suffering from, from unresolved trauma. And there's 15 of these, and I got these from healthyplace.com. 
And so the first one is anxiety or panic attacks that occur in what would be considered normal situations. Number two is a feeling of shame, an innate feeling that they are bad or that you are bad, worthless, or without importance. Number three is suffering from chronic or ongoing depression. Number four is practicing avoidance of people, places, or things that may be related to traumatic events. This can also include an avoidance of unpleasant emotions. Number five is flashbacks, nightmares, and body memories regarding the traumatic event. Six, addiction and eating disorders in an attempt to escape or numb negative emotions. Seven, sleeping issues, including trouble going to sleep or staying asleep. Eight, suffering from feelings of detachment or feeling dead inside. Number nine, disassociation as a real disconnect in situations and conversations. Ten, hypervigilance, a constant feeling of being on guard. Number 11 would be suicidal thoughts or actions. 12 is uncontrolled anger or acting on it. 13 would be self-harm, cutting, or mutilation. 14 is not being able to tolerate conflicts as they once, as you once would have. And number 15 would be unexplained or irrational fears of people, places, or things. And as we were going through that list, um, and I'm sure there's others that are not on there, but if you can identify with any or especially most or all of these, then maybe it's time to ask yourself if it's time to talk with, you know, talk with someone. And I would even suggest to talk with a therapist that specializes in trauma. That I think is absolutely a must is that they have a specialty in trauma. A Christian therapist. For sure. They're so different. We've seen it. There's nothing yeah. against other therapists at all, but when your therapist is has a foundation in Christ, yeah. there's like night and day difference on it how is. they it address is. things and how they confront things head on. For sure. And they also bring God into the mix, which is like number one when you're dealing with trauma is your relationship with God. Like, getting a strong, firm relationship with God. Maybe you don't have that right now. Well, that's okay. That is so changeable and fixable. Like you can, you can start today to grow in your relationship with God. But I just want to you to ask yourself this question. Is it easier to function as you are or to work through the pain that you have suffered. I mean, so many people, I get it. I get, I get not wanting to look at what you've gone through. I get not wanting to go back into that again, but is your life right now? Is this, are you like, okay, my life is peak. This is, you know, this is how I want to live the rest of my life. And I guarantee if you're listening to this, podcast or you're listening to this um this episode that there's a quality of life that you would like to improve you know you would like to have a better quality of life is my guess and you can have that by and i know it sounds crazy but 
by going back in in a safe place like we never ever ever want to just have you guys just if you're not in a place where emotionally you can handle going back into your trauma then wait push pause yeah i think it's important to not to try to overload yourself with changes that you want it's kind of like you know on the financial part like dave ramsey says start with i think he always says start with the small ones first and then work your way through uh, up until the bigger debts that you have to work those off and i think spiritually that's kind of how we need to look at things because it's if you look at because we'll be honest there's things in both our lives that we're trying to fix right now and we're trying to um we're trying to change and if we look at all of them it's it's like a sensory sensory overload it's like just overwhelming so I think it's important, you know, just like the little things start with the small things and, and conquer one at a time. And not only that, that, you know, that's easier to do that way. It gives you drive and motivation when you see I'm, I'm able to overcome this or that, you know, the small things. Because there's an individual at our church right now who has conquered different addictions, you know, some, some of them were bigger addictions. And he started, you know, with small and kept working up, working up. And he's came a long ways, you know. And um, so I think it's very important just not to try to jump in like, oh, I need to change all these things. And then you look at the list and it's like it's so much overload. It almost discourages you and even stops you from moving forward. So just, you know, try to focus on one at a time, you know, starting with the little ones. Just work your way up through the list. Yeah. And I think also, you know, like you were talking about Dave Ramsey, if he's like, okay, we're going to start with, you're going to pay off your most, your biggest, your most massive debt. We're going to start there and it's going to take you 65 years to do. That's an exaggeration. Oh, wow. but like, That's a long, That's a long mortgage. After you get that done, then we'll take, then we'll take care of the 85 smaller ones. It'll only take you two years. Well, that's crazy. You would look at it like, okay, I'm not even going to start. Right. It's discouraging. It's so discouraging. And so as you are, you know, maybe you're like, okay, I definitely, after I heard that list, there's some unresolved traumas in my life that like I need to, you know, work through because honestly, you only have a better quality of life if you deal with them. You really do. You know, God only reveals so that you can heal. He never reveals something just because he wants to be mean or leave you hanging. God's never like, oh, you know, he'll show something. And, and sometimes an unresolved trauma might come because somebody rubbed you the wrong way and something comes up out of you and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I respond in that way? And sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes he'll use someone that will kind of ruffle you the wrong way in a certain situation so that that thing will come up and out. And it's not because he's being mean. It's because he knows what needs to occur to get that out so that you can see it. And like we say, we've said multiple times, you can't deal with what you don't acknowledge or what you don't see. You know, if you don't, if you don't, if you're somebody who maybe doesn't realize that you, you have trauma and maybe you're functioning out of trauma and you don't even know it, you can't deal with it. There's like no way you're, you're trying to change a behavior 
of a trauma and you physically cannot. It's like trying to fix a symptom. You know, if you're only going into a garden and you've got weeds and you're only picking the very top of it, it's going to continue to grow back. It's going to just continue over and over and you'll feel defeated. You will feel defeated like, I cannot change. And it's literally just because you've not dealt with the root. And a lot of times the root system of a lot of the symptoms is trauma. It's because of some sort of traumatic event in your life. And guys, I just want you to have some compassion on yourselves. That was something that like, I didn't realize for a long, long, long time is that I was treating the symptoms of my trauma and getting nowhere and then shaming, you know, and then shaming myself because I literally couldn't get over it because I was literally just pulling the top of the weed, <laughs> which doesn't work. Right. I mean, you're a gardener, Brian. You've gardened all your life. I'm a huge gardener. You, we have no. a, we have an amazing garden. You have to admit though. We do. We do. But you know why <laughs> we have an amazing garden? Because it's through years of learning. Yes. And how to have an amazing garden. Yeah. And like you said, with weeds, there's a root. And we've taken steps from the time that garden is tilled up to the time we plant. We've taken very strategic steps. Deliberate. To keep the weeds out of the garden. And it took a few years of learning. You know, it's like saying, it's like with, with your, with our symptoms of things that is in our lives that we're trying to get to the root of the problem. It might take a while yeah. and you might fail. You might fail at going about it one way because even with the garden, we did, we tried different things to keep the weeds down. We tried tilling between all the rows. We tried um, different materials. And then finally a material we use on our farm roads. I found out that no matter how strong the weed or root is, it cannot grow or come up through that fabric. And it's because it's woven. It's a woven type of fabric. That's all the fibers are woven real tight together. And I think it's like with our relationship with God, if he's woven and intertwined in our life, things aren't able to grow and flourish. But now it's like we plant our garden in May or first of June and even the following May or June rolls around. There's still not any weeds not in our me. garden. Not me. We can just go in there and walk through it without knowing there's anything in there that's going to get us. Like a snake? Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was all trial, trial and error. It didn't happen the first time. It didn't happen the first year. It took like three, four, five years of learning what would finally take care of this issue. And that's, that's where it is with things in our lives, you know. It, we might get it right the first time we try to figure it out, or we might fail four or five times before we're able to pull that root out of our lives and it, we don't have to worry about it causing symptoms or issues anymore. I know. Oh my gosh. I think that's so good. And I just want to encourage you guys to just, as we're diving back in to unresolved trauma and we're talking about, you know, some of the symptoms that maybe this is you like, this is an encouragement. I mean, like Brian was saying, I mean, how liberating is it when you're like, oh my gosh, 
you know, when I realized I wasn't celebrating the fact that, oh, wow, okay, there's trauma in my life, but I was celebrating the fact that it wasn't me, that I wasn't crazy, that I literally couldn't get over it, that there was something at the root. It was liberating for me to, because then I was like, oh my gosh, it's trauma. It's not me. It's not that Alicia can't change. It's not that Alicia can't let go. It wasn't any of those things. It was, wow, okay, there's now a root system. Now I know how to deal with it. I mean, just like in the medical world, you know, some antibiotics don't work for certain infections. And so they'll put you on one and it doesn't do anything. So then they'll do a blood culture and they'll figure out what antibiotic to use for that certain infection. And they'll, they'll, it'll tell you, the blood work will tell you, okay, these don't work for this infection. These do. And so what does the doctor do? He uses the ones that work. So as you're walking through this, as you're like having your aha moment, you're awakening to the fact that, okay, there might be some unresolved trauma here. That is good news <laughs> because now you can deal with it. Now there's a resolution. It's not just blindly picking the tops of weeds. That's the encouragement, guys, is you're not just no longer picking the tops of weeds, but now you see the root system, right? You see the root. Yeah, that's, that's something that's very encouraging too because so many times, I mean, every person out there, mm-hmm. everybody has had some issues in their life. Yeah. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I mean, I don't if you haven't, you yeah. will. I don't care if you were, I don't care who you are. Everybody's had issues in their life that they've, they've got their own battles. But if we can get rid of the me, you know, philosophy, like there's something wrong with me or there's, this is going on inside of me Yeah. because God designed us to be pure. And he designed us not to have these issues, you know, to have a clear conscience and, and to walk in freedom so no matter what you're going through, I mean, no matter, absolutely no matter what you're going through, God did not design you to have to go through that stuff. And there, there's, if there is something inside, you can guarantee hundred percent there's a root of where that came from. It's not you. It's not who you are. It's not your identity. Yeah. But there's something that's been placed or instilled in you as a child or even as an adult that's caused you to have that me mentality like it's something wrong with me or it's me so you know it's like just to give hope that if we find that root of the problem we can pluck that out of our lives and we don't have to deal with that anymore you know there's no more saying there's something wrong with me or i've got this going on inside of me you know we can live in freedom of the way god designed us yeah which is totally like that that's what he desires for you is to be free. He desires you to be free from that trauma, to be free from the hurt of that trauma and every symptom associated with the trauma. His desire is for you to be free. And so as we close out, I just want to ask you this question again. Is it easier for you right now to function as you are? Or would it be easier to work through the pain of the trauma that you've suffered? 
And this is a question that only you can answer, but you're not alone. There is help and support out there for you. And so we just want to thank you guys um, so much for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. We've got a lot of great stuff going on there. And until next time, we bless bless you. you.